if you're looking for some straight-up marketing advice that's super chilled and also a bit of a laugh, then grab yourself a drink and get ready for Marketing and Margaritas, a podcast that makes marketing entertaining. Brought to you by Rebel Nation, direct from regional Queensland. Hello and welcome to episode 14 of Marketing and Margaritas. You're with Alana and Jade, and today we are talking rebranding. Yes, basically how to do a rebrand without losing your mind. (laughs) (laughs) So no matter the size of your business, a rebrand is a pretty big deal, especially when you're still servicing your clients' needs at the same time. So if you're working and rebranding and doing your own stuff, it's a lot. So here are our tried and true top 10 things to consider when embarking on your rebrand. So first up is um, if you're actually going to be doing a rebrand that includes a name change. The first thing I'd be looking for, obviously, you need to do the business side of things like checking ASIC in the business name register and blah, 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 um, the legal stuff, but also having a look at your domain. So if you need to go and purchase a new domain and then if you do, it's then contacting your IT crew or your internal IT person or whatever um, about creating new email addresses for everybody, which we've done that. It is a headache, but the good thing is that you can set up the redirects, which means that, um, you know, your old email addresses will still go through to your new inbox. Um, but yes, you, it, it is a bit of a drama to sort of change over. Um, like we still haven't changed over a lot of our password accounts and stuff like that from the old <laughs> one because effort. But yes, with the business stuff, as uh, sorry, the legal stuff as well as then if that you are into trademarking and that kind of thing too, yes. it's to, to get all of that sorted out. Um, and then once you have then looking at, yeah, your domain Um, your email addresses, and also having a look at your online handles too. Um, So there's a really useful tool called Name Checker. So it's name, C-H-E-C-K-R. So it doesn't, it misses the last E, but namechecker.com. You can put in your domain and it'll let you know what um, handles are available. For social media. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you can see like, you know, Facebook and Pinterest and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and so you can nab those handles and set them up without making your page go live until you're ready. Yeah, it is technically live, but it's not like anyone's going to be searching for it. So like I recently nabbed some handles for our new thingy that we're doing and they're just sitting there without a profile picture or anything like that. But like if someone was to type in that they could technically go there like that page but there's exists. nothing there they don't there's know nothing there. yeah exactly happening. and no one knows it exists and who's just going to search for random stuff weird. yes rightio so number two have you checked your online presence so obviously your website needs to be updated and if you're making a new one then it'll get a full overhaul but it's also a really good idea to have a google of yourself and see what comes up. There'll be little things floating around that you've probably forgotten about that you did years ago. Online Uh, directories, that kind of stuff, true local census, blah, blah. Yeah, they're really set and forget once you've put in all your details, like they're done. So you need to make a list of what you were going to have to update going forward. Things like your social profiles will need copy and design elements put together, ready for launch. Um, As Jed said, your online directories will need updating. And it's a good thing to ask your team to do the same for them themselves. So if um, you've got prominent salespeople or people that are really icons in your business that the public are really aware of, get them to uh, have a search of themselves as well and see what they have around the rims. And even when you do your launch for your rebrand, it's, um, you know, getting them to update, say their LinkedIn profile or whatever, so that it goes to the new company page. You know, if they've got it on their Facebook, update 
updating it there. So basically those social profiles for them as well, you want them to be current to the new business name as well. Absolutely. It does not look good if 12 months down the track, half of your staff still say your old business or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. It's just more professional if everyone's up to date. So then looking next at, does your branding suit your current uniform style? So sometimes with a rebrand, you might just be doing a refresh of your logo. So you might just be, you know, evolving it a bit to be a bit more modern or more in line with your current brand, etc. Um, as you might go, yep, the, you know, the black top and pants that we have are still fine. Mm-hmm. Um, or no, actually we've now, you know, added in a, a, a bit of blue. So we want to get some nice um, polos with that are black with like a shot of blue through them or something to kind of update that look. Obviously, if you're doing a complete revamp, um, you know, a new logo, new name, that type of thing, then it is a good idea to have a look at the staff uniforms and everything go, okay, is this a chance for us to actually freshen up yeah. our, our uniform look as well? Um, which for some people sounds like an exciting proposition, but it's hella boring going through all of those uniform looks. <laughs> Yes. So go to your local uniform supplier. They will have lots. They will have an idea of what other people in your industry or working style actually wear and they'll be able to help out for sure. Yeah. hundred percent. So point number four, what signage do you need to replace? This is something that can get missed. You'll have cars (laughs) getting around and you'll be like, that's the old sign on that car over there. (laughs) So think cars, any equipment that go out into your working environment, um, office building, directional signage so they're the ones where you're like hey um we're office number three upstairs like Mm -hmm. that's down the bottom of the building or whatever any billboards that you have running advertising on those kind of things can be 12 months packages so try and keep track of those and so on so sit down get a list get them quoted up and start ticking those bad boys off Mm -hmm. um signage can take a while with printers um and organizing bookings so make sure that that one doesn't fall to the bottom of the list yeah and i find like when we do rebrands for clients quite often we'll have like all of their collateral electronic you know banners blah 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 sorted but their signage is a bit of a staged rollout like everything else can go boom on the day yeah um but signage is one of those things that depending on how big you are Um, And when you can fit it in, it might be that it takes a couple of weeks or longer as opposed to doing it on launch day sort of thing. So don't sort of freak out about that. That's really common. You Um, probably do want your actual office, if that's a shop front that a lot of people come into. Yeah, definitely. That'll be top of your list. But then remember too, your sign writers aren't going to know that unless you tell them. So make sure that you give them plenty of notice and say, this is our date because they might already have stuff booked in. Exactly. And it's not fair for them to move other people out of the way for you. So if that's something that you need to be doing, let them know early rather than, like Lani said, having them at the bottom of your list. Definitely. So next is community and um, business sponsorships. So if you, you know, sponsor a local sporting team um, or, you know, you sponsor an event or something each year, what we see quite often is that um, people will, you know, for our clients, like I'll see an event poster come up and I'm like, look, that's their old logo. So when you do a rebrand, you also need to get in touch with the people that you have sponsorships with and send them through your updated logo suite and style guide. Obviously, if you've got like, you know, a sporting grounds and you've got signage or whatever, you'll need to actually get that updated. Yeah. But it might just be that they have your logo on their website that, um, on their website, sorry, that links through to yours. Yeah. So that would need to be updated. Um, so, yeah, and it's just one of those things that 
it's really easy to fall through the cracks and they're not going to know unless you tell them. Don't expect it to be their responsibility. That That is something that you need to do. Yes, definitely. Number six, will you need a merchandise or corporate gifts? So like Jade was saying, um, like flags and banners often roll pretty top of the list, even though you might not use them till your end of year event. But it'll be one of those things that you like go to something like, I'll get the banner. Oh, crap. <laughs> we don't have a new one. That's right. <laughs> and the same goes for corporate merch. So if you hand out pens to clients every time they come into your office for a meeting or something like that, you're going to need them on hand for when you're the new brand. Mm-hmm. So get those babies organized, get a nice stash of merch and gifts going. Um, that's one you can stage, roll out if you, you know, if you have mugs Use and pens and hats. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Um, so a really a simple one as well is remembering to re-record voicemails. So landlines, mobiles, like, you know, the owners, the salespeople, that type of thing, if their mobile greeting includes, hi, this is Jade from Rebel Marketing. This is Jade from Out of the Blue Marketing. No, this is Jade from Rebel Nation. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, remembering to update those sorts of things. Oh my God, I was listening to something the other day, a voicemail for a client of ours, and the voicemail was still the marketing person from like three years ago. Oh, and I'm like, no. you may need to update that to you. Like it's a really simple thing to overlook. So I feel bad when I leave that message. Oh, by the way, yeah. it says you're away till December and it's May. <laughs> Just, I mean, you know, enjoy your six months off. Jealous. And like, if you can call me when you get this. <laughs> Um, but, and like, obviously if you have on hold messages, if you do a name change, that will need to be updated as well. But yes, do not forget like your after hours, voicemails for all that kind of thing too. Point number eight, what documents, policies, or public reports will need updating going forward? So think fun things like invoice templates, that's going to need your new brand and details on it. Any staff contracts, um, quote forms that will be going out business cards, letterheads. So sit down, take the time to hunt through your files, make a list of everything that needs updating. Everything that's client facing that you touch throughout the week, make a note. Oh, but your internal stuff too, I reckon. Like if you've got an internal checklist for how to do X, Y, Z in the business, you know, switch out the logos and stuff. Like it's just, you know, no matter how big or small your team might be, we, yes, you know, marketing is primarily to our external customers, but your your team is also an audience. So that's a totally fun job. Make sure you delegate that to someone else. Hopefully you've gotten Alana in your business as well. <laughs> I was just sitting there like, because for me, that would be you. <laughs> um, and our notes say here, well, you go and do the fun stuff. So guess yeah. who wrote this? <laughs> so the fun stuff is being able to do a thorough and complete review of your marketing strategy. <laughs> I can hear our eyes rolling, people. <laughs> no, so basically having a look at your media, your promotional material, what have you got currently running or what's coming up? What do you regularly do that would need to be updating? So you might have Google ads, um, LinkedIn ads, uh, TV, radio, you know, anything that you've got that's running at the moment that's booked in or whatever. 
is it's a really doing a rebrand is a really good opportunity to actually also review those activities and go, are these still performing that way that we want them to? Are they still giving us what we need? Are they the right message still? That's it. Do we need to tweak anything while on the back of also updating any, you know, the visuals and um, obviously the name and everything if you do do a name change. So yeah, it's, it's a good chance to have a look and either tweak them, you know, so they're performing better or get rid of what's not working. Definitely. And if right about now you're freaking out about all the things you have to sit down and think about that your business has been doing for like the past God knows how many years, it's okay. Highly recommend doing this one at a time. Sit down and go, today I'm going to think about this. Mm-hmm. Pull your team in, get them brainstorming. Hopefully they've been a part of these activities so they'll be able to recall just as well as you. So number tip number 10 have you created a list of clients and suppliers to notify? So this is an important one. If you love your clients and your suppliers are a big part of your business and how you actually get across the line every day, then make sure you are letting them know that, hey, we're changing. This is what we're changing to. This is when we're changing to. And I also think like a little bit of a why, you know, yeah. like bring them on the journey with you. Like, you know, we've been in business X amount of years and, you know, we're so proud of the growth and everything that we've been having as part of that growth. We're now expanding into blah, blah. And so we see the need to do a refresh of our brand. You know, you've been a big part, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to fucking write your letter for you, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's sort of just, I think that it's, I think it's just something where it's, it's nice to sort of communicate what the why behind it as well, because it's a, it's a bit of a chance to also promote, you know, what, like presumably you're doing a rebrand because uh, like something's actually triggered it, you know, sharing that with people. Yeah. It's just a bit of a marketing opportunity. It makes it personable. People feel like they know you a bit better and you're involved in the process. And obviously if you're having some kind of launch or a special event to coincide with this, make sure you invite them along. Your clients, obviously you should be inviting inviting those people along, but your suppliers too. Oh yeah, do. They're a massive part of your business. And Lani has just totally jumped all over our bonus tip there, which is, have you considered doing a launch? (laughs) I got excited. That's the exciting part of rebranding. Yeah. So basically what we feel like what we see with our clients when they do rebrands is that it is a fantastic opportunity to leverage that rebrand for extra exposure. Definitely. Whether that's just, um, you know, reminding your current clients and suppliers about why you're awesome and, and, and who you are and what you're capable of, as well as potentially exposing your business to new markets, new target audiences, that kind of thing. So doing your launch, you know, if you've got a bigger organization, you might want to also have a look at how you're going to launch it internally. So when are we going to tell the staff? How are we going to tell the staff? How can we make them feel excited and a part of this? So you might, you know, have a have a staff party and get them some, like, you know, some fun corporate gifts and get them all, you know, keyed up and excited because for them, you know, changing over emails and document templates and all that sort of stuff. It's a lot of work. There's a bit of unfun coming up for them too. So if you can bring them on that journey first and foremost, and then like Lani said, you know, your clients, your suppliers and the general public, you know, whether you do something a bit more low key, like you just send out a media release 
and do a bit of a press stunt or something mm-hmm. or whether you actually go and have like a launch party, you know, and like when we did our rebrand, we just did a VIP night. Yeah. Um, so we had a closed invite um, thing where we invited clients, suppliers out to basically just celebrate the fact that we had merged the two businesses into one and this was our name and we had gifts and everything and a bit of a presentation sort of running the background and stuff. And that, you know, that was really good. We then got media exposure and everything out of it too so it was communicated to the wider public and and just simple things too like you know doing a face like when you change over your facebook cover updating the text on it doing a pinned post yeah. you know putting like if you even if you've got a new website making sure you're communicating on that home page whether it's a banner or in the text we've just changed from this to that like yeah. we wouldn't word it like that but doing know. a bit of an awareness campaign around it even exactly. if that involves a couple of paid ads hey guys have you seen the great news we're mm. now Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And like, for example, we've just done a rebrand or in the middle of a rebrand with a client and they've got a press ad that they're going to be putting out. So we're actually putting like all of their new branding and messaging, but we're actually putting formally blah, 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 yeah. like their previous name as well. So that because a press ad is short lived, it's just going to be in the paper for a day. Yeah. Um, it's not like it's up on a billboard or something, but so that it basically, you know, cause there will be people who you're just, here's a new name they're not necessarily going to know that that new name is for that old business. So you you still need to be doing a bit of, like Lani said, awareness around the fact that this has changed into this, not just here's this new thing. Yeah. So uh, with a previous client, when we were doing their rebrand launch, we actually looked at different opportunities that they had coming up with like new client contracts and stuff like that, that we could also tie in messaging for their new brand. So um, they were getting awarded something that was really awesome for their industry. And so we made sure we tied in and were able to tee that up around the same time we're doing the launch. So it was just rolling out that continual, hey, we're doing really well. This is our new name and this is awesome stuff that's happening. Yeah. And that's really important, I think, because the fact that you change your name, like most people don't give a shit, to be fair. So when you tie and like when you think about timing and everything, it's like, okay, what have you got coming up? that we can piggyback with to make this more newsworthy sort of thing. So if it's like, oh, we're going to be announcing a new sponsorship or we're going to be awarded this new tender, um, we're moving office, uh, you know, whatever it might be, uh, you know, like for us, we just went with the start of the year. Yeah. So, you know, when we started back in 2019. Yes. Yeah, I think it was 2019. Um, you know, we just were like this year, this is our, this is our new name and sort of thing. So, but yeah, when you're looking at timing, I, I would recommend rather than just choosing random date X, yeah. actually having a look for what's around and, and tying it in with that, like Lani said, because again, it's just leveraging it for more exposure. Absolutely. So if, if you're an accounting business, maybe doing it like May, June, and then you can push through your end of financial year promotion with your new branding and stuff. If you're a business that does a lot of promotion over Christmas and drive have a lot of sales if you do it in the lead up to that that way everyone who shops with you over that period knows that you've changed and you're new that's it doing a rebrand um you know no matter how big or small you are it's definitely an effort and i'm not saying it's not worth it like i really do think in most cases like sometimes rebrands are just complete flops but I do think that there's just, there's a lot of potential to doing a rebrand. Make sure that you just get milk it for everything you can, because you're going to be putting time and effort in. You may as well get as many rewards as you can. And money. It's not a cheap exercise. (laughs) We just listed a lot of things for you guys to go through. Yeah. (laughs) It all adds up on the dollars. (laughs) Anyway, 
Best of luck if you're looking at doing a rebrand. If you have any questions, we would love to hear them. Feel free to get in touch with us. You can find us on all of the socials. You have our emails Not on TikTok the website. yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Marketing and Margaritas. Find more free marketing tips, tricks and laughs at rebelnation.com.au.